stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is your host, James Loving, uh, Loving That Sports Talk, and my old best friend and co-host, Terry Jack. You that, TJ? I'm here, love. How's it going today? Great. Back from New York. Well, you know, tell us about that little trip. You went to a game on Sunday, right? Yep, went to a couple games. Uh, watched the Nets um, and the Sixers, and then went to the Garden and watched the Heat beat the Knicks. How was that just being in that um, the Garden? It was good. Um, professional sports are just, I mean, they're the Cadillac of everything, and um, it's just its nice to be around that uh, that kind of atmosphere. Well, that's good. How was it just being, you know, like talking about the sports and being there, seeing it like that? Uh, it's different. It's, you know, it's something you watch on TV all the time. If you're not from from that particular area or, you know, haven't been able to, to make a lot of NFL or NBA or, or Major League Baseball, um, sports. Um, it's kind of nice to be able to do that every once in a while. Um, it kind of puts puts things into perspective. Well, that's good. You know, uh, well, we have a lot to talk about. We get some question answer, Terry. And we have some callers call in. It'll be a good day. You know, right on. Like sitting on the couch talking football with you, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that is a good thing. Well, we can start off with, you know, the one thing in the news. You know, is the draft coming up. And everybody's talking about Andrew Luck going to Indianapolis, you know. I can't see him this year, Terry, saving that team, you know. You know, well, just one player's not going to do it. No, and I don't think that they're looking for that. Um, I think they're looking to build kind of like they did with Peyton Manning. That seems to be their um, their M.O. Is, is that they want to find somebody that they think is going to be dependable, somebody that's going to be with them long term and make him their guy. Well, what you're trying to say is that um, they expect him to lose a lot of games this year and then, what, build from that and then get the normal draft pick again? Well, I think they'll win more this year than they did last year. <laughs> and that's got to be positive, right? <laughs> well, I think last year, coming around game 13, 14, they, they all decided to lose. So, you know, what do you think they'll win? Two games, three games? No, I think they'll be okay. I, I think he's going to be uh, somewhat comparable to Cam Newton. Um, like Cam Newton did for, for Carolina. I'm not saying he's going to be the same type of quarterback, but I think that he's going to give that team um, at least a few more wins. Uh, I, I think they may win five games. 
Oh, I can't see that, you know. No? No, because if you look at it, he's not a Peyton Manning, you know. No, he's not. And you got to look at the quarterback they had last year. They had an experienced quarterback, and he couldn't win more than that. So you think a young guy that never had the experience could come in and win? Hey, look what Tebow did. <laughs> right, here we go. You weren't supposed right. to bring that name up. Right. I'm that's just a, saying. a different team, though, Terry. You can't count them out. I understand that, but you can't count them out. What do you mean you can't count them out? It's a different team. Whole different team. <laughs> it is a different team, but Tebow was an inexperienced quarterback. Tebow didn't even have quarterback mechanics. And look what he did for the Denver Broncos. I mean, I'm just saying we gotta we got to give it a chance to see. You think they won't win three games? I think they'll win about five. And and the reason is is because I think they're going to be rejuven, rejuvenated. Uh, they're going to have a new guy, somebody that they can say, okay, this is going to be our quarterback. Um, we got to set up our team around him and, and, and move forward, and this is where we're going to do it. Yeah, it's going to be some bumps in the road. Uh, it's going to be a learning experience, but I think they will have some success. Well, you know, Terry, you keep keeping that thinking that success, and you will see what happens. <laughs> we're going to be back to where we talk about your Cowboys having success, and then we're going to be arguing again. My Cowboys are going to have success. I heard somebody say that Michael Vick was going to have a breakout year. I think it was, uh, who was it? Chris Carter. He said Michael Vick's going to have a breakout year this year. What do you think about that? Well, breakout year is different than your team winning and going to the Super Bowl, you know. Well, Every I mean, have what, a great year. Well, okay. He, he, all right. What's the breakout year to you or the breakout year to me is, is being successful and, and making a run for the Super Bowl, getting to the playoffs. I think that's a breakout year. Yeah, but you can get to the playoffs and don't win. Then what, what's all that for? Exactly. You know, it's all about winning the Super Bowl, right? Exactly. That's what I've been trying to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> A breakout year don't mean he becomes, you know, have the winning stats, you know, of touchdowns, and, you know, but if you don't win the Super Bowl, that breakout year don't mean nothing. No, it doesn't. Look at Green Bay. Look at Green Bay. Look at all they did. That's right. You know, everybody, everybody go, oh, they, go, and they even go to the Super Bowl. So that year meant nothing. Right. And see, you can't put all your eggs because the team goes undefeated or a team has, you know, the best record either because – Guess what happens to all those teams in the playoffs? They end up getting beat for some reason. Well, that that leads me to one of our questions. One of the questions is, listen, that what do we think about the Miami Heat? You know, and that's the same thing we talk about. Them beating everybody during the regular season, if the playoff you lose, that don't mean nothing, right? Absolutely. It means absolutely nothing. And, you know, and everybody's talking about, you know, they just outhandedly beating every team, but, you know, Playoffs is a different thing in the regular season, and everybody got to realize that, you know? Yep, they do. Do you see them going to the NBA championship winning? I'm kind of rooting for Miami, too. Oh, um, boy. I know they have the ability to, absolutely. I mean, Every team has ability, Terry. Every okay, and ability. I understand that, but you, we're talking about best records and beating everybody by, you know, so many points in the regular season. Okay, look at what uh, Chicago did last year. Chicago had the best record in the league, okay? And they ended up going against the Heat in the seven-game series, and they lost. So does that mean that Chicago was the best team? Because they had the best record. I mean, it's the situational thing, and that's what we've got to understand. If if, if Miami is, is in eighth position, they still have a chance to win. 
you know, the same within within any team. But you got to look at it as you know, you got to look at all the aspects as well. You got to look at the players. You got to look at the matchups. You know, because what they do in the regular season doesn't mean that that's what they're going to do during the playoffs. It can go up or it can go down. You're going to have a limited number of people playing in the playoffs. So somebody who was getting, uh, you know, 15, 20 minutes uh, in the regular season might be getting seven or eight minutes. So it just all depends. Well, isn't that what we talked about when you say a team? Because if you look at it, the Eagles, on paper, they're the team that should went to the Super Bowl, right? And won it. Because they won the division? No, or because, because on of the paper, talent. with the players and the talent, you would say that's the team that has to, has to be beaten, right? Right. So, but it don't mean no on paper. Absolutely, it doesn't mean anything on paper. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. Any one of those teams can win. Yeah, because okay. Miami Heat got a better record, like you said. Yeah, because the Bulls had a better record. You know, everybody said Miami's gonna win, and Dallas is gonna beat them, right? Yep. But it was in the championship, right? It, it don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows second place, Terry. Am I right? You're right. But you know, I'm sitting there saying that's what I've been trying to tell you about my Cowboys. When the Eagles made it to the playoffs, what did that mean? One more game they lost. <laughs> you know what? You shouldn't even brought those Cowboys up. You know, We could go there and talk about them. You shouldn't even brought them up. You know, oh, one, it's sad for a team that had that much talent and still can't win. You keep saying you know, this and that. But you got to look at the coach. Then you got to look at the quarterback. Uh-huh. The leadership. You don't agree? Are you talking about the Cowboys? Yes, I am. Is that okay. what you want to bring up? Well, let's talk about the Eagles. Let's talk about the Cowboys first. Everybody in the division, but they can't make it to the playoffs. They can't make it out of the division to the you know to move on. It's the same thing. You got injuries involved. You got different things that happen. Um, who's to say? Does that mean it's the coach or it's the quarterback or it's the you know it's the players? The situation at times, it can go either way. There's got to be somebody at fault, though, isn't it? Everybody. You your job and something don't get right on the case, and somebody got to be at fault. Either you take the right evidence, or am I wrong or right? It's a team game, love. It's somebody's fault, right? Well, when you put it all together. It's one. It, 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 it's the it's the fault of of the company, or it's the fault of of all. Not just San Francisco one person. lost the championship game. The kick returner Kenny Williams was it his fault? Who did this? The punt returner for the Forty Niners when he fumbled the ball. Was it his fault he lost the game, or was it the team? Well, I don't necessarily know. You could blame him for that particular play that lost the game. Well, that was a play that. Um, so, uh, what's called got the ball and scored on and won the game. Yeah, it had an, it had a, it had a grave effect. Absolutely. All he had to do was um, catch the ball and the game be over, right? Yeah, yeah. Love, you like to you like to lay blame. <laughs> I just like to somebody got one person. And 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 you can't do that in in an athletics. I mean, it, it's just very difficult. Um, you know, if a, if a pitcher gets gets a, he's he's on the verge of a of a no hitter and he gets he gets pulled for the ninth inning, and then the other guy that goes in relieves him gives up two or three runs. Whose fault is that? Is it that pitcher's fault? He's the only one throwing the ball. I mean, I guess you could lay blame, but I don't think that they do it that way. I'd like to hope that they don't see things that way, and I don't think most most ball clubs do. 
Well, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying somebody will be accountable. That's all I'm saying. You can't yeah, sit there and go, oh, it just happened. But it's usually the it, coach. It, it just don't happen. You know, you for practice to catch that ball, right? Yep. Catch the ball. That's what you practice being a punt return. You know, am I right? Yeah. When you don't do it, what happens? That's your father not doing what you practice to do, right? True. But let's go back to the receivers. When Tom Brady was throwing the ball, they practiced to catch the ball. I don't think he was intentionally dropping the ball. It just didn't happen. <laughs> he didn't do what he was. He, he practiced to do, right? So what should he do? Catch the ball like he practiced and then run. Not try and run first <laughs> and then catch the ball, right? Yeah. Yep. Isn't that why you practice? <clears throat> yeah, it is. But love practice don't make perfect. No, but practice will, you know, eliminate mistakes. That's all I'm saying. Am I right? To a certain extent. <laughs> you just don't want to agree no, with I'm that, just telling you. you, if you get thrown the ball 15 times and you drop one or two of them, I mean, come on now. That ain't that ain't too bad, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Still, you lost the game. Right, love. When we're playing basketball and 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 I put up twenty one on you, you know, and you hit fifteen, that ain't bad, is it? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Who hit fifteen? Me? Yeah. Oh, shoot! I'm playing against you. I'm gonna hit more than fifteen. Oh, okay, okay, that's what you say. <laughs> that's a, you gave me a bad example. You gotta give another example. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't hit 20, I'm having a bad day with you, right? <laughs> yep, yep. Every day you go up against me, it's a bad day, love. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't hit 20, I'm having a bad day. Something wrong. Pull me out, coach. Pull me out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we, uh, we want to get talking about... Um, you know, a little bit of basketball. All I listen like talk about basketball, but you know, um, Derrick Rose. Um, you read an article here. Go ahead, Terry. Tell it. Then, um, <laughs> well, I read the I article. Uh, I think it was on MSN, um, and it talked about him not wanting to be in the spotlight. And he said something real interesting. He said the better he plays, the more attention he gets. And you know, Derrick's been hurt, and he's been sitting out. He's missed a few games. Um, He's never been one to, you know, to get on the podium and and, and be very flamboyant. He's he's quiet and uh, very respectful type of person. And I just found that very interesting that um, he felt that way. Um, and 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 it goes back to what we've been talking about, love. Is and he says he can't go anywhere without having somebody with him. He got to have somebody with him all the time. He can't wear a hat because he's recognized that kind of thing. It goes back to our old question that we've been asking uh, for quite some time is, when is their time their time as an athlete? And, you know, how much is too much? Well, Terrell, where you said that was crazy. You know, seeing him on the news out here and all the time, you know, he's very humble. I mean, he's a candidate other side of Tebow, you know. Uh-huh. Everybody, he's not, you know, he's not getting another ride. The Tebow's getting Derek Derrick Rose the same way. Oh, humble, you know. Never know the media with bad stuff, you know. But I yeah. kind of like, you know, they did a thing on him out here with GQ. You know, it was all over the news and just said he just don't like that spotlight, you know. And that's good. But like you say, you know, you're in that spotlight. When he walked downtown, he said on the news, 
you know, he could barely get a block before people, thousand people running. He can't even go nowhere, you know. So yeah. when is your time, your time? You're right there. You right there? Yeah, I'm here. You know, and I totally agree with you that they don't have any time, you know. That's why I was saying when the season over with, I can't let their hair down and go out and, you know, have fun. Yeah, but, I mean, what is it? Is, it, uh, is, is that the way it's supposed to be, that once you become a star or once you become an icon, that um, you, you basically lose your, your, your personal life, your, your, you know, your personality? You have to put on a different persona every time you go somewhere or, you know, every time you step out? Is, is, that, what, um, is that what we've come to, I guess, is the question. You know what, we got to take a break, but after this break, I want you to answer that question because you're in law enforcement. When you are and you have your badge and your, your gun there, people look at you different, right? And they, you, Am I right? Absolutely. That's the, same, that's the same with these athletes. It's the same thing, you know. So I want you to talk about that, like the same thing with these athletes. When they're out there, when you're out there, people always, you know, you got that, you know, notoriety, what I want to say. So we'll take a break and let you ask that question when we come right back. Okay. This is Jan Loving, the host of Loving Sports Talk, my co-host, always back from New York, T. Jackson. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Play ball! If you're looking to talk baseball, even in the offseason, look no further than the King's Corner. Talking baseball with former World Series champion Jim Lairitz. Jim's known for a rather controversial stance during his show. He's brutally honest and ready to talk with current and former players, owners, and other key figures to bring you baseball from an insider's view. You won't want to miss a single episode. The King's Corner, talking baseball with Jim Lairitz, is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Ready for in-your-face sports? Want to talk about the topics that nobody else is willing to talk about, either because they're too scared to touch them or just don't think it's the way to go? You're not going to be shy here. Tune in to Here's the Deal with Mega and Steel, featuring Ike Mega Griffin and Sydney Steel Justice. We've got the facts to back up the talk and invite you to join us every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, just before the weekend on the Voice America Sports Channel. We tell it like it is. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry. Your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. school to the pros, we, we cover, everything. cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports.
you're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. James Lovey's back, host of Lovey's Sports Talk. Got my main man, TJ Jackson, on. You that, sir? I'm here. Always good to talk to you. We ain't even talking that much, but we're back to where we at, right? That's right. <laughs> yeah, we got that argument with you. You don't agree all the time. That's good. I like that. No, we're not never going to agree all the time. Well, let's be, let's be true to listen to We never agree. <laughs> well, sometimes we agree, but more often than not, we don't. <laughs> you know what? The only time we agree, Terry, is when you're cooking your ribs. I know if I don't agree with you, you ain't going to get me none. That's right. That's right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> back to before we left for break, I asked you that question. Terry. It's the same thing when, you know, you all on the streets, you know, people are all over, you know? Yeah. You know, it, it, it is kind of similar in a sense, uh, being where we live in a, in a smaller city, uh, Casper, uh, growing up here and stuff like that. Um it's not like New York City or Chicago or, or Los Angeles where you're just a face in the crowd when you don't have that uniform on. Um, so you tend to do what you have to do. I mean, you, 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 you know people know you, you know people are going to be watching you, and you know you have to, you have to do things a certain way. You've got to live a certain way. Um, so it's, it's very similar in a sense to, to some of these star athletes what they have to put up with. Now, I don't have a bodyguard or nothing, and I can go out to, uh, you know, dinner and stuff like that in a movie without being bothered, but people always know, you know, who you are and, and, and what you do. Um, and you just have that mentality, and, and you'll, you'll, you'll probably carry that with you for quite some time after you're done. Um, even when you go on vacation, you know, um, you tend to look around a lot. You tend to... Uh, sit where you can see <laughs> things. It's it's just a mentality that you've um, that you've learned to uh, to have uh, in order in order to be able to protect yourself and, and to watch. So in that sense, it's very similar. But these guys can't go to a movie. They can't hardly go out to dinner and sit and have a good conversation with a friend without being noticed and have people flocking to them for autographs or, or pictures. And I can understand how that can get kind of tiring. Um, I seen Magic Johnson when we were down there. I went to the Bird Magic play uh, when we were in, uh, in New York City. And I was sitting up there, and Magic, he stayed after the play, and he answered some questions from the audience. And what I think bothers these guys is that when a grown adult asks a question or gets in front of a kid, because these guys... Are, are out there for these kids. They're role models, and they're looking up to these guys. And we had a guy ask Magic a question, just you know, right over this little girl, and she was sitting in front of him with the with his Magic jersey on and Lakers jersey. <clears throat> and he looked up there, and the guy just overpowered with his question. So Magic said, "Well, you know, when I'm done with your question, I'm going to answer the the little girl's question." You know, he went on ahead and answered it because he's that kind of person. But these guys have to deal with that kind of stuff all the time, and especially from from adults. Yeah, but 
I'm trying to say this in the right way, that um, most of the, the um, I mean, you know, being in that spotlight to see it, you got the, the older people are way more crazy than the youngest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, not more crazy, but I think I say they act a, more of a... Aggressive. Right, aggressive. I didn't yeah. want to say the wrong, you know, then piss off. Yeah. But they're more aggressive because they want to get a autograph on this player or, you know, just right. say something to him, talk to him, or, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Am I saying that right? Yeah. But, love, let me ask you this. How would I look going up to Magic in front of a, another kid and say, Magic, I want you to sign my jersey. <laughs> you know, in yeah. front of these other kids. But they do that. We got a grown adults that, that do that. That's what I've already said. You have, you know, I've been in training camp. I was the Eagles. Training camp, I've seen grown-ups knock kids over to get to the, the guys to sign autograph. Yeah. Football, you know? Yeah. I've I really seen it, you know, with my own eyes. Knock kids over to get to them, you know, when, the, yeah. when we was walking in the locker room from practice, you know? Yeah. You have to get that autograph, you know? So it happened. Yeah. But, you know, <clears throat> Derek's t- Derek doesn't like that. You know, he doesn't like the spotlight. He wants to <clears throat> he wants to live his life and, you know, as, as um, private, I, I'm assuming, as possible. He don't want everybody in his business. He's not that outgoing type of person, you know. Um, but some of these guys can handle it just fine. You know, you've got the Magic Jordans, the Kobe's, the, I mean, those guys can, you know, they can deal with it. And, and I guess they're okay with it. Because you you know you don't hear them complaining too much about it, but it can uh, apparently it can wear wear you down. You know, I mean, you did you hardly ever see Michael when you was out there in Chicago anywhere? Yeah, Michael was at, well. Yeah, look at Michael at the restaurant now. You know, so he was always showing up there. You know, he had to the you know for the advertising and all that for people to come in. Uh huh. So Michael stayed out here, and that's what they talk about here on the news. Michael could be out the day of the game, say how the people didn't go to the game and still perform, you know? Right. So that was Michael, you know? The pressure went on him. But like they was talking about today, that that Rose, he's trying to win champion for the Bulls. You know, he don't want to be seen in there until he went, you know? Right. Michael didn't care. Michael could perform, you know? Michael. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, but Michael was out, you know? you see seen Michael out a lot. Which, you know, that was my, you know, personality. Yeah. Get out, see the people, and, you know, shoot in and shoot out. But you didn't see Michael, you know, in the stores, shopping, all like that. Like I said, he, you know, going midnight when it's closed. Right. So, but, but it's, it's all right. So we're going to leave Derek alone. We spoke to Derek on the show um, this week. Might not, if we call it now, but we should definitely have him next week if we don't call in today. So we're going to ask him the question ourselves, Terry. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's got a game uh, on Thursday, doesn't he? Don't they go to Miami mm-hmm. on Thursday? Uh, I think they play the Bobcats tonight, and then I think they might play Miami. I'm not sure. Yeah. You know, so we'll get him on there. We'll be able to ask the questions with him, you know, almost for sure next week. So hopefully he call in on this show. Yeah. And then, hey, we'll get back to talking a little football, Terry. I've seen that um, the um, NFL schedule for 2012 is out. Yes, it is. Cowboys, you know, how many games? Win, lose. Come on, talk to me. Talk to Wait me. Wait a minute. Say that again. How many games do you think your Cowboys are going to win or lose with that schedule? I don't know. I haven't seen the schedule. Um, but 
I'm predicting a I'm predicting an eleven to twelve game uh, performance from my Cowboys. How's that? You just going off and telling your Cowboys. We got real. We got we <laughs> Come on, Tag Seriously. Well I, I haven't seen the schedule I mean, of I don't know who we play, but I'm gonna I'll give you some kind of an idea here. But I'm still gonna say, you know, we're gonna win over ten. We're gonna we gotta we gotta get to the playoffs, man. I know we played the the New York Giants, you know. Um so we'll see where we are there. Um and that's a that's a Wednesday game. But um I think we'll be okay, you know. I really do though. I have to admit, between the Giants, the Eagles, and the Cowboys, they at least guarantee ten wins in that division. Somehow, some way. Yeah. It it's gonna be that one team that could pull off two more games. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Does that sound right? It does. And it's a it's a tough division. I mean you almost have to throw out records and stuff when when they play because it's 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 just so tough and every game is is like a rival game you know so it it really doesn't matter what your record is i mean we had a better record than philadelphia philadelphia beat us twice so you can just you can throw some of that stuff out of the way a lot of times because the 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 rivalry games are so tough within that division i mean you've got the cowboys and redskins Right. Well, Cowboys seem to rival everybody. <laughs> you know? I mean, everybody Cowboys. wants to beat the Cowboys. So <clears throat> everybody's going to get their best, you know, all the time when, when, when they play them. So it's, it's just, it's, it's different. That, that, that's a tough division. Well, uh, and you got to look at it, too. Those teams like that, Cowboys, everybody want to beat the Cowboys because there's always an American team. Yeah, you know everybody wanted to beat the Steelers because you know what I'm saying it was that you know they're always a team that everybody hate and don't want to beat you know because yeah. of that team you know and that's always gonna happen but you got to take that you know and run with it if you that team that's right you know that know the rise and pull up take it and accept it right yeah but you know what I think I think that <clears throat> I think that New York always ends up getting overlooked they always seem to fly under the radar as if they're not doing well. And then all of a sudden, it's just like a great white shark. They come up out of the water and just tear everything up, you know. Um, look at what they did this year. Uh, they, 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 they started falling down, and then all of a sudden, boom, 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 they started playing their best football um, into the playoffs and then, you know, and then beyond and just started tearing everything up. So they always seem to get underlooked, but they always seem to rise. So you got to watch out for them Giants. They're sneaky. Well, those are the type of teams, sir, that don't uh, have like, all that, you know, like, oh, they this and that. They're going to win it. They should win it, you know. And then they end up coming up and they win it. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, everybody talking about Green Bay. This year, Green Bay, you know, after last year, they know how to, you know, play now to win. Okay. Now they should win it. The Eagles. Now they learn with all the players how to, you know, play together. Now this could be their year. Uh-huh. Now, who's going to come up and win? Cowboys. That's going to make me sick to my stomach. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, love, here we go. We got Giants, Cowboys. That's the first game. I think we're going to get them. 
Then we got the Seahawks and the Buccaneers and the Bears. Bears are going to be tough this year. Um, they're going to have Brandon Marshall. Um, him and Cutler are going to be back, and that's good. that's going to make that team a good team, a lot better than they were last year. Uh, the Ravens are always tough. Um, they just have a hard time putting points on the board. I think we can get them. Carolina, we should be able to oh, beat them. crazy. Giants, again, we may well, go back. Go back to the schedule. Yeah, let me comment. Okay. All right. You say your first game is Giants and Cowboys. Giants-Cowboys. That could go any way. Any way. Absolutely it can. But I'm a Cowboys fan, so I'm going to say the Cowboys. Oh, well, you're going to say, the only thing I can say about that one is the Giants might be coming off that Super Bowl still, so they might not be ready to play. That's what I'm banking on. So I'll give you that game. So I think we'll get that one. Now, they might get us in October. But we're going to get that one. Seahawks. Okay. Oh, that's the game y'all got. We got Seahawks. Buccaneers. Yeah. We, we got, got that one. What about the Bears? That's going to be a tough one. If you, who home? Um, I think they are. Yep. Bears at home. Got to lose that one. Okay. And then we got a bye. Week five. So we can be three and one, huh? Is that what you think? By bye week? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be three and one. Okay, then we got the Ravens. <clears throat> Y'all will lose that one. You think? Yes, sir. Ravens, no joke. Defense wise, I think we'll get by them. We got the Panthers after that. Oh, that depends. The Panthers gonna score points on you guys because of um, your boy, um, Cam Cam. Hey, I um, made but, a um, Depends on you how your. Um, Y'all got to score back because Cam Cam Newton's going to score on you. Oh, absolutely he is. I made a mistake, love. We're at uh, we're at home for the Bears. Still going to lose. You ain't got to go back to that game. Oh, okay. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get another win. <laughs> then we got the Giants. <laughs> you have to go back to that game, Terry. We don't to back to that game. <laughs> then we got Atlanta. You lose that game. Okay, and what about Philadelphia on, in November? How are you going to ask that question? We're going to win that one. Then we got Cleveland. You win that one. And then the Redskins. You win that one. And then the Eagles again. You ain't got to talk about that one. Go to the next game. And then the Bengals. <laughs> then you, you win that one. Pittsburgh. We win that one. Oh, what week is that? And we win that one. That's in December. What week? Week what? 15. No, Pittsburgh win. Pittsburgh always click around the end of this. Oh, we're going to be clicking by then. We got that, too. And then we got the Saints and the Redskins again. You win the Redskins. That's it. Ten games. You, don't think, you don't think we beat the Saints? Oh, no. Oh, God. No. All right. Well, like I said, I think all that's, that, that's a 10-11 game. That's going to get us into the playoffs, and uh, we'll be on our way from there. Okay. That's what you say, and I'll say the glass half empty. You say it's half full. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Nonetheless, love, we still gonna eat ribs, and uh, we'll we'll have some Bud Light life. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. But I don't know, Terry. You know, it could go either way. Yeah, it's good. It's it's kind of hard to predict the season. I have a lot of respect for people that can. Uh, come out and they put their, uh, you know, their reputation on the line and say what's going to happen. Um, and a lot of times it works for them, and a lot of times it don't, but you never know. That's why they play the game, love. 
Hey, what we could do is, uh, we, when the season about ready to start, we could do like the other guys do, and we pick like four teams, and then you get a wild card team pick, and then we start keep records, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. And see who had the most wins at the end of the season. Yeah. You know, you get four games, you pick those four games, and then you get to pick a wild card team, and then who you think your wild win, you know, and there you yeah. go from there, and then we'll see. Then we can see who can, uh, pick the games right there. I think we both would have done bad last year. Picking against oh, you talk for yourself. Oh no, you picked him to lose every game. <laughs> I picked who to lose? Tebow. <laughs> because I, I don't think he's a quarterback. But I tell you what, if you want to talk about Tebow, uh, he's gonna get in. So I don't think he's gonna do. I don't think he's gonna do uh, as great as he did um, this year with Denver. Watch. Well, he may not. What do you think's going on down there? What do you think's gonna happen, Love? You've had experience uh, with that. What's going to happen? You know what, sir? With that, Sanchez is so much under pressure, and he already knew he was going to be out last year. They wanted him out. You know, so he's going to be so under pressure. I think like they did with Orton. Tyler Orton knew that Tebow was behind him. And yeah. he was so under pressure when they started cheering for Tebow that he's going to start playing bad, which he was already playing bad. But I think, you know, Tebow's going to get in. He's going to play well because Jets not a bad team. No. They got, they got a hell of a D. You know, it's just him just maintain the game and don't lose it. That's all it's going to be. Same thing with Denver. Because his defense is going to be one of the games. He's just keeping the ball where he ain't making a mistake. But right. when he's going to have to start throwing it when teams, you know, New England come there, beat him by three touchdowns. But he's going to be a better passer. He's going to get better as a quarterback. No, he's not, this year. Terry. He's going to be better. No, he's not. I think so, love. I think so. And the reason why is because the kid got work ethic, man. He works. And you, we can't take that stuff away from him, love. We can't. Um, the kid works. He wants to learn. He wants to be a quarterback. And he's going to be that. And he's going to be better than he was last year. So I think he's going to be throwing a lot better. I think he's going to be throwing a lot more. He's going to have a training camp under his belt. He's going to have, you know, he's going to have the expectations. Um He's going to want to come in there and take that job from Sanchez. He's not. He doesn't want to be a backup. He doesn't you know, want to be a backup. That might be his demise. Let us take a break, Terry. I'm going to answer that question for you. I couldn't wait to answer it. So okay. We'll take another break. When we come back, I'm going to answer Terry Jackson's question. He's not going to like it. We'll be right back. <laughs> Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. If you're looking for a radio show about boxing, you usually can't find one until you stop by the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to Outside the Ring with former world lightweight champion and U.S. Olympian David Diaz. We'll deliver the knockout punches with our guests as we go inside the minds of today's top fighters. We'll throw in discussion of other sports as well from time to time. Outside the Ring with David Diaz airs every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time noon pacific on the voice america sports channel kevin lewis has been a student of the game his entire life from little league to the nfl tune in wednesdays at 10 a.m pacific 1 p.m eastern right here on voice america sports hustling with k lewis it's not where you start it's how you finish 
have we got a high-energy, all-access sports show for you. It's Outside the Huddle, starring Lemond Williams. Each week, join Lemond as he takes callers, discusses the week's top stories in the world of sports, and sits down with active and former players to discuss their transition from sports to business. Outside the Huddle is a great resource for players making career transitions both on and off the field. Tune in Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific for Outside the Huddle on the Voice America Sports Channel. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. James Loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk. I got my old best friend and, and co-host of, you know, of the co-hosts, uh, and always tell me, you know, about football, and we argue a lot. Pete Jackson, you there, Terry? I'm here. We got Catherine Loving. You on the phone, Catherine? Yes, I am. Hi, babe. Hey, what's up? What's your question, Miss Lady? Well, first of all, I want to say hello to everybody. Um, and my question is, I want to know who is going to be the football player to watch this upcoming season and, and why you um, all think that. And please don't say Tebow. You go first, T. Well, it's obvious it's going to be RG3 and um, and the Washington Redskins. I think he's the most talented um, wild card type of, of, of uh, player, uh, very versatile. He's going to be able to run. He's going to be able to throw and uh, very athletic. Um, that's going to be my pick to watch. Well, you know, Terry, I think everybody's looking forward to um, seeing one of those guys like RG or Andrew Luck. But I think there'll be a defensive player that's going to come out and it's going to shine this year. I don't know who. I haven't really looked at the draft, but once I look at the draft and see, but I think it's going to be a defensive player that's going to shine over yeah. RG Griffin and over Andrew Luck. Watch, because so much expectation is on these guys. Everybody looking, you know. I think that's gonna be. They're just gonna learn the system this year. So that's what I think, Captain. Well, my sleeper's gonna be Peyton Manning because he's gonna be one that everybody's gonna be watching as well. Um, I'm interested to see how he comes back from the, the surgeries and um, how he's able to to uh, take the Denver Broncos places. So, so that'll be a that, that's my sleeper. But I'm gonna have my eyes on RG3. My sleeper is gonna be Drew Brees. I want to see what the Saints do with all this controversy they're going through and see how he can be able to lead that team. As a, You know, he's a great passer and a leader. I want to see how he can lead that team until, you know, what he's going to do. So that's going to be my sleep with Drew Brees. Another right. question, Jeff? Um, do you think that uh, you guys are going to get past Tebow this season and move on to somebody <laughs> up and coming, or are we going to be on Tebow for a while? I, I don't think we'll ever get past Tebow because <laughs> Tebow's in the game. He's he's um, he's came out and he's got a different team now. 
so there's more controversy. Um, they're still talking about it on the Sports Center every day. Uh, they're talking about the New York Jets, and they're talking about Mark Sanchez and the famous, infamous Tebow. You know, Terry, you know, it's funny about what we talk about with the show with Tebow. You know, I think, you know, uh, I'm going to say something about Tebow too, Catherine and, and Terry. But once the season gets started, people get tired of me and Terry arguing about the Cowboys and Eagles. So we're going to get past Tebow. <laughs> I'll tell you that. But the other thing is, you know, I've seen, um, you know, Sean Williams called me, I think it was two weeks ago. I said, Tebow, they was offering um, $100,000 to go on a date with him. What is that all about, you know? So I think Tebow's starting to get in the limelight to do all this, but he's going to fade out, Catherine. And I think, like you say, with my show, you know, and Terry, you know, with Terry with the show, me and Terry argue about the Cowboys and the Eagles and then, you know, other things. So we're going to get past Tebow, I'll tell you that, once the season get rolling. Right there. That's a possibility. <laughs> Another question? One more question, Catherine? I don't, I don't think so. Um are you gonna Are you gonna be able to stand me next to you watching football season this year? But anyway, what were you saying, Terry? Thanks for calling in. All right, love you, babe. I right, love you too. Bye. Bye. But you know what, Terry? I think once the season gets started, me and you gonna be like all over each other. Well, we might be. I mean, I'm I'm really anxious to see. I don't have a I don't have a feel for my Cowboys this year, and um, you know I'm kind of I'm kind of struggling to get the the feel for them. Last year I thought we was going to do well, uh, better than what I thought we were going to do, but I just don't have anything this year so far anyway. But haven't seen many reports on anything. I know we didn't do much in the free agency. Um, I know Terrence Newman's gone. Um, you know what, that? DB. Before you take um, that uh, note, a listener got a question about that. I was just about to read it to you. Okay. Uh, ask Terry what he think about Terrence Newton um, leaving the um, Cowboys and how would they fill his spot. I was just about to read that question to you. <laughs> well, go ahead. No, and that I, was uh, Donovan from South Carolina. Okay, Donovan. I, I was a Terrence Newman fan. Um, but Terrence doesn't hit. As, as as well as I, I, I think our DBs need to. Um, he's he's fast, he's speed, he's more of a cover guy like Deion Sanders was. Um, and I didn't see him pick off enough balls. So are they going to be able to replace him? Yeah, they probably will uh, be able to replace him with a comparable uh, type of person and, and save some money that way, which is, I guess, their thought. So that's what they did. Um, but I think we'll be okay. Our, our, our weak spot has for the most part, always been our defensive backs. We've always had great linebackers. We've always had ends that rush the quarterback. But we've always seemed to suffer with uh, with our defensive backs in the passing. And now that this is such a passing league, um, DBs are expensive. And, and, and they're going to be uh, – you, you want a good some good quality defensive backs that can cover, you know, and hit at the same time. I think we'll be okay. Um, I just hate that we lost. Uh, Le- what was his name Lamont Robinson? Robinson. Oh, the receiver. I, I got, I'm glad you lost. How do you hate that? He was uh, oh, he was um, crappy. He was great. 
He was Robinson. Great. I'm thinking of the other one, Bennett. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, no, I'm talking about Robinson. He came in and he caught touchdowns. He didn't just catch balls. He caught touchdowns. Um, so that's going to hurt us offensively a little bit. But Dez has got to step up this year. This is his third year in the league. Um, he's got to be the go-to guy. He's got to be the Michael Irvin for the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, he's got to step up. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got another question um, that the listeners say. Say, what do you think about Mal Austin when he said he wasn't ready and in shape last year to play? Miles was not or Dez was not? Mal wasn't. He reported, I guess the listeners say he reported in the news that he wasn't ready last year to play and he wasn't in shape. What do I think about that? Yeah. Well, I think that's too bad because Miles got a little a little celebrity uh, when he was doing so well with the Cowboys, and I think that kind of might have went to his head a little bit. Uh, plus, he was dating that Kardashian girl, which, you know, I can't blame him for that. But people are depending on Miles Austin to be that number one guy, and Miles has to take on that responsibility and come into camp in shape and be ready to play and be ready to perform. Um, those hamstring injuries are horrendous, and they will keep you sidelined forever. Um so he's he's got to get back. Okay, that's what your answer to That's my answer. All right, this question from Terry Smith from Ohio. Terry, do you think Romo will be replaced by Kyle Orton? <coughs> no, I don't. I think Romo's got at least this year in him. Um, and I think Jones is going to go with him. Uh, Romo is Jerry Jones's guy. Kyle Orton is a good quarterback, probably could start for a number of teams, uh, and he's going to be a great backup for us. Um, if Romo stays healthy um, and he becomes more of a leader like he was last year, not the type of person that wants to win the games by himself, but he's got to be willing to distribute the ball and put the ball into places um, that that it needs to be in order for that team to be successful. I think Romo is going to be just fine. I don't think uh, Kyle Orton will uh, will uh, will take over unless unless Romo is hurt. You know, I'm gonna mess with you with this question this week. So you know, but this question is listed sent to me. This is Milton from Dallas, and he says, and I want you to answer this question to me too. You know, I know you as a personal friend, but. Terry, are you a real Dallas fan, or can you be realistic if they're going to win or lose? I guess what he mean by that is you know the Cowboys are going to lose or win the season, but you still say they're going to win. Are you just a Cowboy fan, or you know, hey, they're not going to do good this year? Well, I think you can answer that question. You know me. Uh, I'm, I'm a Cowboys fan, but I talk realistically, I think. Um, I'm not going to... Get on the horse and 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 then ride it until until his tongue's hanging out. If if <laughs> if I know that uh, we can't make it, we can't make it. I'll be the first one to say. Um, but you always you you always want your team to do well. Um, I think that when I do talk about the Dallas Cowboys, I don't uh, I don't talk about them uh, that they're better than than everybody. Like uh, some people I know, uh, Jay Hannum. I won't I won't say any names. <laughs> Jeff Thomas with Buffalo. And then Jay Bloody, you know. But, you know, I, I think realistically uh, I, I can speak about the Cowboys, whether they're going to win or lose. And some of these games that we were talking about before, um, they're going to be tough games. But 
you always want to give your chance the team your, your team a chance to win. Um, and so, like like we were speaking, love some of these games are tough. The Ravens, I can't call that game. I can't call this Chicago uh, Bears game. Uh, that's going to be a tough game, and I can't call any of the uh, the Giants or the Eagles games because those seem to go one way or another. But you always want to give your team a chance to win, right, love? Well, you want to give them a chance to, to win by you saying being a fan, but realistic, like you say, you know, you are realistic. I know you said, you're like, hey, you know, we're not going to win this game. We're not, you know, prepared or, you know, so realistic, you know, we always say, you know, I think the Eagles will win every game. But, you know, realistically, you know, I'm when they go in the Cowboys, I'm like, oh, Terry, you see that? Yeah. <laughs> they get blown out, you know? Yeah. But you so, know, I mean, like you, you say, know, you like you say, I do know you, but you know, realistically, sometimes you don't be when you talk about the Eagles when they play him, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, that's only because I'm digging at you because you know you wanna you wanna think the Eagles are the best. And and that's that personal dig, but we slapped right. out in your mouth last year, so it don't matter. That's okay. You play one you more game. Go there. <laughs> <laughs> if you wanna go there, I think I own you right now. You know what I'm saying? Well, I wouldn't go so far as to say that, but it's a new season, and we'll see. We'll see. Later. Yeah, we don't. St- the you new season don't start until they start playing. Terry. Remember, you we agreed to that. Always get you back. Remember we agreed to that. New season don't start until they start playing, right? That's right. Okay, so it ain't a new season. Still the old season. All right. Well, it's new to me. <laughs> well, Terry, we got three minutes left. I'm gonna let you close the show out. What do you say and what do you think? Well, I want to. Uh, you know, we keep going back to our. Our uh, our guys about their time, love, um, and I think that we as a people and as fans, uh, we we need to be respectful of of some of our our famous athletes and, and our people. There's no no crime in, in in loving somebody and wanting a an autograph or you know wearing their shirts, but we got to give them their space as well and uh, and start putting these kids forward and and putting them first because. Um, I think that's what's important, and we have to take a back seat as adults um, to some of this stardom. That's what I think. You know, Terry, you close it all. You put that well in, you know, perspective with me because one, I know how you are, and I know when you said that, you know, you missed that, you know. Cause I know how you are with your family and kids, and you know, and I know you look for kids first. So, you know, when you say that. You know, listen, it ain't no joke. You know, me and Terry joke about, you know, playing football or even cowboy. But when he say that, you know, believe what he say, you know. And I totally agree with you, Terry. And that's why me and uh, me, you and a couple guys are doing a football count. We'll speak more of it next week about what we're putting on for kids. You know, we put the kids first, you know. Free football count. Um, come on out and get some fundamentals and hang out with us. Right, Terry? That's right. That's right. So but I appreciate you saying that, Terry. Uh, you know, that touches me when you say that because I know it comes from your heart. I know you. Well, I appreciate that. You know. But, you know, next week, you know, we're going to have a – I mean, every week is a great show, right, there. That's right. And uh, we'll get to um, everybody's hometown favorite on the show, and it's going to be good to hear what he had to say and hear what's going on. So we'll talk next week, right, there. Absolutely. Maybe we can uh, have some listeners uh, ask some questions that he might want to answer. Well, I'm sure we'd love to have that. Let them call in and, you know, we get it out there advertised this week and get them out there and have them call in. Right on. All right, Terry. You have a good week. Thanks for being hey, on. you too. James Levin, host of 11 And I want to give a shout-out to Matt. Thanks, Matt, for everything. 
That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. 